Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. 837, 23 away from nine, and Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib does join us here on this uh, fun Friday morning as we get ready for a lot of activities uh, across uh, ESPN Central Texas. And, and Bryce, we begin by talking high school basketball. Let's let's first start with Fairfield and the Lady Eagles. Wow, what I mean, you, you're in the state semifinals and you win by 19. Pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, and uh, compared to a lot of their scores this year. I mean, uh, that was that was a close game for Fairfield, you know. I mean, 19 points. Uh, heck, they're used to beating teams by 40, 50 points. Uh, they've been just a juggernaut this year, and uh, a lot of credit goes to Sally Whitaker, Randy Barger, those coaches out there at Fairfield. Uh, they've done a done a great job. Obviously, they're extremely talented, and uh, I think McKenna Bracken just a tremendous player, Tony's daughter. Um, and, you know, she was, I think, three assists, two, uh, no, three steals, two assists away from a quadruple double in the wow. same semifinal. Yeah, yeah, not bad. <laughs> Lorena gets underway in the region tournament, being able to sleep in their own bed, play close to home. How much does that help the Leopards and being able to continue this run they're on? Yeah, I think it's a, a, a factor in their favor. I mean, uh, you know, they like you said, they can stay close to home. They're familiar with with Midway's gym. And uh, two years ago, Matt Jackson actually took his players over to uh, to Midway to watch the regional tournament. At the time, Lorena was 4A, uh, but he knew they were going down to 3A the next year and knew that's where the regional tournament was, and he – he wanted them to see, you know, what it was all about. And then he said that they were sitting there and they started to get up after the last game. And he was like, no, no, sit and watch. And he made them watch them cut the nets down. And they didn't even know that was a thing. You know, they didn't know that, oh, when you win the region, you cut the nets down. You're one of the, you know, you're one of the final four in the state. Uh, so, he's, you know, I think – that that experience two years ago helped them last year as they uh, got to the regional semifinals. Now, there wasn't a quote-unquote regional tournament last year because of COVID. They, they did their own thing where they kind of had it in Madisonville. Now you get back to the normal regional tournament at Midway, and, and uh, I think Lorena's playing about as well as, as any team in the region. Now, it's a tough, tough field. Bryce, going up to Class 4A, Conley's going to get another shot at Silsby. What, in your mind, must the cadets do in order to get the win this time? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, Silsby is, uh, you know, tradition-rich. Uh, they're there every year. I mean, you know, them and Yates. I mean, if uh, if both of them are not there, it's because one beat the other. But uh, what they have to do, I think, is – play their game, and play with confidence. I mean, um, because to me, if you come out and, and uh, you know, you take it right to Silsby at the beginning and you show them, hey, you're going to have a game here, uh, you know, you're not, you're not going get, to get anything easy. And I think they're going to have to be physical um, and, you know, like I said, just play their game. They're deep. They've got a lot of different scoring options. I love Jelani McDonald's game. He's just so smooth and uh, 
he's really, to me, taken his game to another level this year, uh, his junior year. And um, so, you know, if they can get past Sylvie, then it's probably uh, Houston, Washington, Booker T. Washington, uh, they're out of Houston, another really tough team. Uh, but let's just say, if I'm just saying, if they get out of this region, they're the favorites to win the state. Bryce, let's talk a little college basketball here uh, this morning. And, and we were just kind of tossing it around this morning, just just in a conversation. When you stop and, and look at what both Nikki Collin and Scott Drew and their staffs have done, uh, pretty remarkable. With her, they start 0-2. Uh, they're about to go to 0-3 against KU. Uh, it's a new staff. It's it's a new system. Uh, she's taken over for, for, a, for an icon uh, there's all kinds of things working on that side. Then on the men's side, Scott Drew's had about five years' worth of injuries all rolled up into about uh, one year's worth of play. The The job that both of these coaching staffs have done is pretty darn remarkable. It really is, and I think when when the trip releases our, you know, we pick uh, all Big 12 teams for all the sports, uh, or at least, you know, football, basketball, baseball, softball, uh, and I think when those teams come out, you'll probably see Scott Drew and Nikki Collin get recognized as our coach of the year. And I don't think it's necessarily us, you know, being homers in that regard because uh, of everything you just mentioned. Uh, to me, I was thinking about it the other day. Which of these teams, meaning the Baylor men or the Baylor women, has the better story right now? And it's hard to even – uh, pick because both of them have incredible stories. What you mentioned about Nikki, I mean, is completely right. Uh, taking over for just a, an icon here, you know, in Kim Mulkey. And uh, you're always going to face that comparison. Um, you know, she won that three national championships, built Baylor into one of the elite programs in women's basketball in the country. And you know, when they start out 0-2 in the Big 12, I mean, it was like you could feel it among some of the fan base that it was the sky is falling, you know. Oh, my gosh. And all they did was, you know, pull it together. And to me, uh, Melissa Smith playing the best basketball of her career. And, you know, they're, uh, you know, right in the mix for the, you know, national championship uh, conversation. And then, you know, you flip over to Scott's team and, like you said, just decimated by injuries. He likes to point out that, you know, when they had everybody, they were 15-0, and 0, <laughs> uh, which is a nice stat. Uh, obviously, it doesn't really matter now because they're not going to ever have everybody again. Every day John's uh, done for the year. But uh, it, it's incredible how they've tweaked and adjusted, and I think that's one of Scott's strengths and the strengths of his staff let's not uh let's give those assistants some credit too i mean i think jerome tang is you know maybe the best assistant coach in the country so uh yeah it's it's truly incredible uh because i i personally i, I think i'm a little more surprised by scott's team just because of all the injuries they've gone through i did not think they would be sitting here going into saturday with a chance to win the Big 12 championship again. Baylor baseball heading into the Shriners Classic starting today. A successful trip for the Bears looks like what for you? 
that's that's a great question. Um, it's going to be really really tough competition. I think you have. I think what they want most of all. I mean, obviously you want to win games, but I think you want to play well. Uh, you want to play the game well and give yourself a chance to win games. Um, you know, you certainly don't want to go zero and three. Uh, and they typically have not done that in these tournaments. Uh, they've, they've actually done pretty well in the Shriners under Coach Rod. They're 6-3, and three, and uh, the last time they were down there, they swept, uh, you know, three SEC teams. So uh, all three of these teams they're facing this weekend are all ranked, two, two SEC teams and a, and a solid UCLA team. I think they'll have a little bit of, you know, payback on their minds, the guys that were still around, uh, you know, from that 2020 uh, Los Angeles regional team, uh, UCLA knocked them out of the, of the tournament that year. Uh, but, you know, it's, a, it's still it's a bunch of new guys. And um, so I think, like I said, I think you want to pitch well, you want to play well, and just, you know, uh, give a good account of yourself and give yourself chances to win games. Bryce, what were your thoughts last night when you saw that 40 from Taekwon Thornton? And I mean, Baylor football in general yesterday broke the internet. When you see the, the weightlifting, Gary Bohannon doing the squats of almost 700. What, just talk about what this means for Baylor football in general. Yeah, I was sitting there in the living room last night. I think I was watching an NBA game. I'd had all my stories written. Thank God. Holy crap, there were a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> and... And uh, my son, Cooper, comes into the room and he says, Dad, Tyquan Thornton uh, set a combine record with a with a 4-2-1. And, and initially, I was just kind of like, huh. And then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? It was like, what was that? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, it, that's. Uh, he certainly helped himself. Let's put it like that. Uh, I think I, I did. I see where it didn't go down as a record because uh, I don't know. Maybe it technicalities. Wasn't yeah, they tweaked yeah. it a little bit. I think it's. It, I think it's like a four two four two nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, that's smoking fast, and you know that's going to get him on some radars, and and uh, and good for Taekwon. And I, you know, to your point about. Uh, you know, I think Dave Aranda uh, is going to basically have more and more guys like this that, um, you know, they've recruited well and they've developed well. And so, you know, they're going to have uh, some NFL prospects that come through this program. Hey, just just a, a final thought here, as and I know you're driving and, and hands at 10 and 2, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Big 12 Conference Football Championship, a Sugar Bowl Championship, uh, men's and women's basketball championships, opportunities to make deep runs in the NCAA basketball tournament. Just, you've been around here a long time. Has it been this good collectively uh, in, in your career here? I, I was thinking about this the other day, and was it, was it 2011, 2012 that was the, the first – uh, year of the bear that we mm -hmm. called it, you know. Yeah. Uh, which I always called it. Uh, what did I call it? Uh, something like Año de la Oso. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it's like, like Dia de la Oso or whatever. Yeah. You know? uh, year of the bear. Anyway, uh, the last ten years here 
been pretty incredible because those of us who have been around a little while, Tommy, yeah, uh, <laughs> we can remember when it sure as heck wasn't like this. Uh, nope. I mean, they've won national championships in men's and women's basketball in this time frame. Uh, you know, two Sugar Bowl appearances, all the stuff that you mentioned. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll uh, tweak a, or I'll preview a story, tease, that's the word I was looking for, tease a story that I'm going to do later this spring sometime. I believe it's 10 years since uh, Feed the Beaver uh, <laughs> at, at Baylor Ballpark. Yep. I mean, that was, that was an incredible, uh, incredible team. I mean, in, in 2012 when they won, I want to say – 24 in a row. Yeah, it was crazy. Couldn't lose. Couldn't lose. It was bananas. You don't see that in baseball. Uh, So, um, to your point, is this as good as it's ever been? Uh, I think this stretch of Baylor athletics is certainly as good as it's ever been. Um, You know, when you're comparing one year to the next, it's hard. I think Certainly, they're going to take uh, 2021 and that men's national championship as a, as a pretty special year, too. Bryce, we appreciate your time. Hey, what do you, what do you got coming up? Uh, you said you wrote a story or two. <laughs> what do you got coming up in the Waco <laughs> trip over the weekend? Well, as you mentioned, I am in the car. Uh, we're headed down to Houston. I'm going to uh, you know cover that Baylor-UCLA game today, and then Cooper and I are going on a college visit. There you go. Uh, blows my mind but uh uh to u of h but we'll have uh baseball coverage we're covering lorena tonight uh we are covering uh what else is going on baylor basketball this weekend we'll have stories on um uh yeah obviously previewing the game tomorrow in the big 12 you know championship game basically for the baylor men and then sunday of course is senior day for the baylor women and chad's doing a story on uh just those seniors. I know Caitlin Bickle is the one that's planning on coming back, but pretty uh, another pretty awesome group of seniors there for the Baylor women. Bryce, as always, we appreciate it. You drive safely, and uh, thanks, uh, thanks for the visit. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Bryce Jerry for the Waco Tribune-Herald.